0: Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. I'm Ken Chester. To add your voice to the conversation, call or text the Tech Mobility hotline, that number, 872-222-9793. Or you can email the show, talk at techmobility.show. And that is talk at techmobility.show. And as always, we are all over social media wherever you get it, wherever you interact with it. And that's Facebook, Instagram. We have a YouTube channel, TikTok, even Good Pods and our podcast. We are all over the place and would love for you to join us. And yes, I forgot Twitter or maybe X, which was formerly known as Twitter. We're there too. So please check us out, subscribe, follow us. It really helps. And we're really grateful. Check out our podcast podcast. By the way, we have two different streams for you. We have the standard stream, which is the show whole. And then we have something called Tech Mobility Topics. And that's where I've broken this down into each separate topic for those of you who are interested in just one topic and want to hear that or share that or listen to it again. So Tech Mobility Podcast and Tech Mobility Topics is wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you so very much. From the Tech Mobility News Desk, I start with a question. Would you buy an EV that included a coach for new drivers? Would you want to be coached in how to drive an EV? Is that even a thing for you? Would that even be interesting for you? And I'm going to say it this way. Driving an EV is a little different. And what you find, what I have found in driving EVs over the last couple of years is I find myself much more conscious about the energy that I use and the energy I'm able to recapture. If there's any difference, that's one thing that I learned right away, and that how much energy a regular internal combustion vehicle actually wastes in speeding up or slowing down or coasting, energy that's either translated as heat or friction, but does not get translated back into energy, it just goes away. And in an EV, that's probably one of the first things you'd learn. Well, Honda is finally getting into the EV game with the prologue, and they expect it to actually hit dealerships later this year. And Its first long-range all-electric model for Honda, because remember, Honda's been dabbling in this. They've dabbled in alternative fuels. They've had a Civic that ran on natural gas. They had the Insight, which was a hybrid. And in fact, they had the Clarity, which was a low-volume electric-only limited-range vehicle and they had several versions of it where you had a pure electric you could only get in California you had a plug-in hybrid and then you had what they call a 50 state hybrid which you didn't have to plug in but was available in all states so Honda's dabbled in this over the years but they're finally getting serious and coming up with what i call a current generation eat long-range ev one of the things that it includes is what they call a Google built-in infotainment system, which allows features like wireless Android Auto and the ability to deliver over-the-air software updates. Now, we've talked about over-the-air updates and told you for the most part, most, if not all, EVs coming into the marketplace now should be able to receive an over-the-air update. Why that's important? Safety features new things that they invent years from now that will apply to your vehicle either making it better extending the range making it safer or even infotainment options that were not available when the vehicle was built would be available perhaps through an over the air update some of these they can just do particularly safety or safety enhanced items or others that they will offer you at a price uh not just infotainment but performance um extending your range, speeding up the ability of it to charge, a whole bunch of other things, including things we haven't even thought of yet that will be available. But imagine this, imagine a, ve- a vehicle you buy in 2023 that is as technologically current seven years later in 2030. Today, that's not possible. If you buy an internal combustion engine car, and we've said this here before, you know what you get the day you bought it is pretty much what you get Unless you spend big money to either upgrade it physically. And today it's either mechanical or even less so, still software, but it takes putting hands on the vehicle to update it. Imagine a day and we're entering into that period now where that is no longer the case. That they can update, improve, and enhance your vehicle sitting in your garage, sitting in your driveway. The Honda Prologue is one of those vehicles that will be able to do that. Now, separately, they announced something called the new Honda driver coaching app to teach first time drivers and, quote, promote safer driving behavior. Because that's all an experienced driver needs is some car telling them how to drive because that goes well in America, right? (laughs) Not. Anyway, Honda. this is a quote. Honda's longstanding in-vehicle tech collaborations with Google and Apple allow us to offer customers their choice of intuitive and accessible digital services that will enhance the ownership experience of the all-new 2024 Honda Prologue. And that was a Honda official saying that. And believe it or not, and I didn't say this up front, but don't tell nobody, okay? But we're going to share. The Honda Prologue is actually a joint venture between Honda and General Motors. Yeah, keep that under your hat it's one of the two evs the japanese automaker is launching based on gm's new ultium drivetrain and electrical architecture the other one will actually be marketed marketed as the acura zdx not the first time that honda and gm have collaborated before they've done it and this is typical it gets honda into the game now it gives honda experience now and oh To remind you, you do know, you do remember, they have a joint venture with Sony to bring an EV to market in the next couple of years. But what Honda likes to do, this gets them into the marketplace sooner while they develop their own uh, EV platform. Because you're looking at, and we've said this many times, you're looking at creating a brand new supply chain, a brand new power system, brand new everything. And it takes time and it takes time to get it right. And this is a way to get into the marketplace, learn a little bit about how these come together because it'll be assembled in a Honda plant, but they don't have to reinvent the wheel because they're using the GM Ultium platforms. And I talked to you about that. I mentioned how it was brilliant of GM to spend the money, to get the development, to build the platform that other automakers could then contract to buy because they don't have to reinvent the wheel from scratch and they can spend their time spending their money and their limited capital, making the vehicle unique to their brand without having to compromise anything. So they've saved right off the top, maybe $2 billion by contracting with GM and paying GM a slight development fee to tweak it for Honda and you know, so much a vehicle for the technology way less money overhead wise than doing it themselves from scratch and still wouldn't be able to build at the volume necessary uh, to get it down to the price that GM can sell this per car to them right now. Because like I mentioned, as GM is gearing up to be The first, you know, the tier one supplier to the EV industry, the more they make, the lower their cost, the more competitive they get, and the better they get because now they can afford to build in all the fancy stuff because they're building at volume, they're building at scale, they're building millions and millions and millions that, who knows, in 10 years, GM, Ultimium batteries may underpin 20, 25% of the entire EV industry. It would make sense. And this is in addition to. GM ramping up for their own vehicles so it makes nothing but sense particularly if you're a smaller one because you're grappling with EVs you're grappling with autonomous vehicles you're grappling with the outgoing tightening emission standards fuel economy standards there's a lot on an automaker's plate right now and if you're trying to be competitive in a cost-effective way and still learn about a new industry without risking a lot of capital this is the way to do it absolutely now While sharing some key components, including GM's new lithium ion batteries and motors, final development of the prologue was handled by Honda in-house. GM provided the running gear to make the thing run, Honda tweaked everything else. So it's going to be uniquely a Honda where it needs to be a Honda and it's GM where it makes economic sense to do so. And like I said before, Honda is not the only one, this makes incredible sense. And you're going to see more of this simply because when you're going into a brand new thing, that's a lot of risk and a lot of money. And unless you get it right, you may find out that you're on the wrong side of that. Honda doesn't plan to be. They will be quality where they need to be and cost effective where they have to be. The Honda Prologue is 2024 in just a few months from now. Imagine that. And it'll be all Honda all the time. You are listening to the Tech Mobility Show.